Long Beach Sermons, visit us at citychurchlongbeach.org. Such a gift. Um, I'm Bill White. I am one of the co-pastors here at City Church of Long Beach, and it is good to see you people. Uh, so many people here and our friends who are on Zoom. Uh, welcome, friends. Uh, we're glad you're with us today. Uh, we are a radically welcoming church. Uh, we're this community that's on this journey to find Jesus and to join him and what he's doing in the world and the renewal of all things. Uh, that's who we are. It's kind of a, it's a vision. It's a dream. Uh, and we're trying to live into that reality of being that. Uh, I'm glad that we get to do it together. Uh, it just doesn't work alone. So um, we are at the very tail end. This is our last week in a sermon series we've been looking at all fall where we've been looking at sort of the connection between happiness science and ancient wisdom, right? We've been sort of trying to bridge that gap. In different weeks, we've looked more at the science side or more at the ancient wisdom side. And today we're sort of wrapping up and uh, closing it out because next week starts Advent. Um, it's strange to think of that, but Advent starts actually the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Advent is this season of kind of looking and longing and waiting uh, for Christ and to, to try to see Christ everywhere. And so today, um, we are going to lean into this idea of like, hey, how do we look for God in our own lives? And it's sort of uh, transitioning from the series that we've been at into the series we're coming to. Uh, and so before we dig in deep, I'd like to ask Selene Zazueta, who's going to come up and pray for our kiddos. Uh, so if you would Welcome, Selene. Uh, and kids, after this, you can hang out with her. There's snacks. I hear there's a Thanksgiving table decoration, something, something. And there might be some fancy turkey cookies. Which is why I just started. Dear God, please hear my prayer for our children here and far. I ask for your protection to keep them safe from all harm. I ask that you be with them in their, their worries, anxieties, and in their crisis. Please let their parents and caregivers see that their worries and anxieties are very real. That they too carry a lot of stress in their small child, preteen, and teen worlds. I ask that each ch child may have at least one safe person to go to. And I thank you for the gift of their love and their sweet smiles. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you so much, Selene. You know, um, I'm like a paid Christian, right? Like, you know, big fancy pastor guy. And it's so funny. I just always am reminded, like, this is, this is why we're the body of Christ. Like, that prayer was so beautiful. I never would have thought to pray that prayer. Like, just because I'm like some pastor guy, like, man, don't we need each other so much? So thank you so much, Selene. That was gorgeous. Kids, if you want, you can go with Selene and Miss Wendy, who are out there, and do some crafts and cookies and all kinds of other stuff. Oh, look at that. Thanks, Dave Palmer. That was so great. Um, so as we think a little bit about this, and, and we're grateful for our kids, um, I would like to invite up Michelle Herman, who's going to read our scripture for us today. 
Um, so Michelle, if you would come up, it comes from the book of Jeremiah, uh, which typically is kind of a sad book, but today it's kind of a happy passage, so. This is what the Yahweh says, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths, ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. Jeremiah 6, 16. People of God, this is the word of God. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, Michelle. Um, so Jeremiah is giving this invitation to, to go to the crossroads, particularly when there's a moment of decision, and to, to look and to say, what? How, how do I make the right choice going forward? And that's a lot of what we're, what we're going to talk about today. And it's not necessarily about trying to discern some big and fancy plan for your life. It's more trying to look and to see where has God been? What is God up to in my very ordinary life? Um, so right next to Jeremiah, and probably written by him, is the book of Lamentations, where there's a lot of more sadness because Jeremiah is kind of a sad guy. But uh, at one point in Lamentations chapter 3, it says this, let us examine our ways and test them, and then let us return to the Lord. And there's this invitation. You see it over and over in the Bible. Let's, let's examine our ways. Let's, let's reflect on our lives, really. Examine your ways is to say, well, what if we listened to our life? Maybe we could... Maybe we could hear the whispers of God. What if we look back and, and trace where we've been? Maybe we could see the fingerprints of God. One of these fancy coaches um, sometimes said, probably on some Instagram post, but said, uh, attention is a scarce resource. So pay attention to where you pay attention, right? Pay attention to where you pay attention, because otherwise we just zoom through life and we never actually think about what we're thinking about. And so today we're going to try to do it a little differently, and we're actually going to take a little bit of time at the end, a little bit like what Stephen led us in before, to reflect and ask, where might God be showing up? And so there's this, there's this funny question that comes up that, that Jeremiah asks in chapter two of his book. He asks this question, um, he, he challenges the, the spiritual leaders of, of his day, and he challenges them. And this is what it says in, in Jeremiah 2.8. Jeremiah says, the priests did not ask, where is the Lord? And, and it's an indictment. Jeremiah is like saying, he's saying like, look, those who are supposed to be spiritually mature are not asking the question like where's god and it's this invitation this blessing on i mean honestly on doubt showing the benefit of asking the question where, you know where is god in my life and some some of you have, have you know you don't need to show your hands but some of us have screamed that question at god right i would be one of them actually I tried to throw stuff at God, which is very hard to hit. Um, I, yeah, you can try it. God's big enough to handle it. Um, 
but it's like, where are you? What are you, ah, you know? And what Jeremiah is saying is he's saying, that's what you're supposed to do. And he's chastising those who believe by saying, you did not ask, where is God? You're supposed to. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, but God's really hard to see. God's really pretty quiet often. And so we're invited to ask the question, to look, to seek, to wonder. That's actually a gift, according to Jeremiah. Alice Walker, um, I read her book, The Color Purple, highly recommend. Um, wow, what a fun book. But uh, the, the title of the book comes from this short passage, um, which is just super fun. She says this, the, the main character, kind of the, the guru in the book, <laughs> Shug, she writes, she says this, she says, I think it pisses God off if you walk by the color purple in a field somewhere and don't notice it. People think pleasing God is all God cares about, but any fool living in the world can see it always trying to please us back. And I just love that, right? This, this picture that we just walk by a beautiful field and don't notice the color purple. What if that actually pisses God off? Right? What, what if we need to pay attention to where we pay attention? And what we're looking for is what that passage that Michelle read earlier. That's, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for this way of life. This is what Yahweh says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient past, right? You're saying, how, what, what am I supposed to do here? You're standing, you're looking like, God, where are you? Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And you'll find rest for your souls. I, like, I, I need that rest, and I suspect you do too. So ask for it. Look. Question. That's, that's the journey that, that we get to go on. And so what I want to suggest is we're going we're gonna to talk about some very practical um, things that you can do. Some practices, some sort of ancient and modern spiritual practices that are super simple, uh, not fancy at all. But essentially what it is, is it's looking back over your day or over your week or over your year and asking, where's the good? Where's the bad? It's really as simple as that. It's really as simple as saying, where did I meet God and where did I miss God? Where was their beauty or where was their ugliness? And the truth is, both are really important. Because even in those moments when we feel God's absence and we're struggling with sorrow, there's something there for us. So many of us, that's actually where we meet God more than when everything's going well. But we, but we look at both, at, at what's good and what's bad, where we meet God, where we miss God, the the beautiful, the ugly, right? The, um, this is what we do. So David uh, writes in the Bible, 
in, in this poetry, these, these prayers, he writes this in Psalm 77. He says, I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. He's talking about this idea of like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to catch my breath. I'm going to consider and meditate. Where have I seen the good? Right? This is, he's talking about a, having a practice a habit of looking for the good. And when Jesus shows up at Jerusalem, right, just before he, he travels in, he's going to be killed, he's going to be executed. He, he crests the hill on the Mount of Olives, and he's looking over the city, and he breaks into tears. He's so sad. And this is what uh, the account is in the Gospel of Luke. It says, as he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, imagine him coming kind of up over the hill there, and then looking down and realizing, oh, there's the city. It says, he wept over it. And he said, if you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it's hidden from your eyes because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. You didn't, you didn't recognize. God was, God was actually closer than you thought. You didn't ask the question, where's God? You didn't stop and consider or meditate. Uh, you, you missed the good, right? And the invitation here is to say, well, what if I pay attention to where I pay attention? And I try to build in some practices to look for the good, to look for where God is showing up. And then in, this, in, the, same, in the same moment, we get to be very aware of where things aren't so good. David writes again in Psalm 42, he writes, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Again, he's taking, he's taking a step back. And he's going, man, you're, you're all messed up. Dude, what's wrong with you? What's, what's going on? Why are you so sad? And he's actually asking the question. He's talking to himself. That's normal. So are you people. <laughs> so yeah, we know. I, I know. It's normal to talk to yourself, say, hey, why are you downcast? Why, what, is, what is this mess that you're stuck in? To pay attention to it. It's like Stephen and his car, right? Yeah, I mean, what if you stopped the radio, stopped the phone calls just for a minute, not all the time, and paid attention to the warning lights that are, that are blaring at you? So we're going to suggest a couple of practices that you can do. Um, one is, and I want to draw it up here. This is sort of a daily practice um, that, that we've talked about before. So some of you may have heard this before. We have a lot of folks who are, are new around uh, City Church right now. But um, I live on a square set of streets, right? Um, so my, my house is here. And it's been a super helpful practice to, to do exactly what this, uh, kind of what all these scriptures talk about, which is, I'm sorry, can you guys see over here a little bit? Okay. 
you guys, you know, you're kind of stuck behind this, whatever. You'll figure it out. It's not that complicated. So the idea is, is to take a walk, a walk around my block takes seven minutes, right? It, it, and that's like, I don't walk that fast. So, uh, so I walk out my door and the first thing is I try to connect with my own heart. Take a breath, like, man, what's, what, is going, what is going on in me? And this is, you know, for a long time, I would do this every afternoon at 3 p.m. I would just get out, take a break from my work or meetings or whatever, and just walk around the block. And the, and the first step is always connect with my heart. Man, wow, where, what is going on? And usually I, I don't know, but I try. You know, it's that first step. And then I, I walk around, and down this side, um, I try to um, connect with God. With, with God's heart, really. Um, connect with God's heart and say, remember you're loved. That's right. God, oh, look at the beauty. That's right. God creates things. God's, maybe God's with me. Wh whatever it is, and it's simple, and I just sort of walk down the, the block, and then I, I turn the corner, and then I ask the question, basically, more or less, where is God? Right, like, and and usually I would, I try to do this like at three o'clock. I haven't done this for a while, but it's really helpful practice. Just ask the question, God, where have you been in my day so far? Where have I met you? Where have I missed you? Where's there been beauty? Where's there been ugliness? And most times, I mean, usually I get pretty distracted, right? But usually there is some moment where I'm like, oh, I can be grateful for this. Or man, I could be sad about that. And it's, it's a gift. And then turn the last corner and, and basically try to say, you know, how do I join God? Or kind of grow with God or, or take whatever this is, this, these moments with God where God has shown up in my day, like, okay, how do I join in? And particularly, I think about the rest of my day. Oh, my wife's going to come home from work. God, help me not to be a jerk today. <laughs> you know, may, may today be different than yesterday. <laughs> right? I mean, these are the sorts of prayers that you, right? But you're, you're like, oh, and, and right, there's so much to be grateful for. God, help me to have that attitude today. All right, so this is, this is just a simple daily practice. Uh, on your digital handout, it's got this written down. Um, for those who are on Zoom, we have a photo of it. You probably looked at it already. But it's the walk the prayer block, or you know, walk the block prayer. And it's anywhere between 7 and 15 minutes. Just to try to reorient sometime during the middle of the day can be super helpful. Another practice that we're going to talk about here in a minute, we're actually going to do, is to do this same sort of thing but to do it at the end of the week, right? So you take some time out on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, and you ask these same sorts of questions. So I have invited uh, Kim Bulasan. Kim, if you want to come up. Um, I asked her, yeah, you can welcome her. She, uh, she got dragged into this uh, this week. And uh, here, you can stand right there. to talk about this other spiritual practice. So, so Kim, how long have you been around City Church? I think like two years. Like two years? Yeah. Right. And, and why did you come? 
I like it here. <laughs> oh, but you didn't like it here when you came. You didn't. You hadn't been here before. Well, the first year I was kind of like on and off. Like I just went like. Did, did like a friend it. bring you, or did you come oh, by yeah, yourself? Oh yeah, Oh, your friend Charmaine. BFF. Oh, hi, well, Charmaine. Thanks, Charmaine. We like her. Thanks for bringing her. So, and you just decided to come. Like, why not? You had nothing better to do. Yeah, I was like um, looking for a church, and I was supposed to shop around, but then I got lazy. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stay here. So I'm like. <laughs> Nice to know that we met your very high standards. Yeah. It's good. You know, one of the things you can count on with Kim is that she'll be honest with you, which is kind of making me regret having her up here, but whatever, it's fine. Um, so you, uh, are, do you consider yourself a particularly reflective person? Sometimes. I, I think in the extremes of my emotions, like when I'm really happy, I reflect, and when I'm really sad, uh. I reflect. But then if I'm in the middle, like, I don't care. Like, I just, I feel like I'm not motivated to okay. reflect on anything. Okay, all right, good, 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 good. Um, and so you, so so Kim did this thing. We have a, um, there's an app that a, a bunch of us use that has a daily reflection. It's like 10 or 12 minutes long each day. A little scripture passage, and then you reflect on it. It's called Pray As You Go. And then on Saturdays, they have what's called, a, it's a spiritual practice that's hundreds and hundreds of years old called the examine, where you look back over your life for the last week and you ask some questions. So that's this, it's called the Saturday examine. And Kim, you, you did that yesterday. We're at, tell me, tell us a little bit how you did it or when you did it, or was there anything special about, you know, the location or you just lying in bed in the morning or what? I actually did it wrong. Like I realized like I should just been, I should have just been like walking. Cause that's when I like, I think um, connect more with like God, but then I was like trying to be chill. So like, you know, it's in a quiet place in my room and I just like was laying there and I'm like trying to meditate. Did you fall asleep? Yeah. Like I, <laughs> yeah okay, so like just so end, you know, this is like, why we do this because we want ordinary people to know what spiritual practices are actually like. All right, so you took a little nap and then you come back to it or? I was like, I'll try again tomorrow. And then, um, you know, maybe I'll, hear more from him, you know, but. Um, so did you try again? I did, actually, I, my first one was Friday. And okay. then I did Saturday night. Okay, okay, me. and did you walk the second time? I actually didn't, I don't know why I did it. See, I don't hear from God, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm really yeah, bad. Yeah. Well, sometimes, walk. I mean, sometimes, now she's reflecting like, oh, hey, I hear better from God when I walk. Like, even right now, this is a moment of reflection. Yes. Right, so, exactly. so good, so good. So. Tell us how it went. How long did it take? Like 10 to 12, 10 minutes, eight minutes. Okay. And what was, did it feel weird to do it? You put in your headphones? Yeah, I did. Put on my wireless headphones, you know, so I can cancel noise, noise canceling headphones. And then um, um, it was weird because I started paying attention to my breathing and I think it kind of messed me up a little bit. <laughs> Because I'm paying attention too much to my breathing now. I'm not really listening to. Yeah, no, yeah. Fine. And then, um, yeah, so I tried to reflect on my week. Was there anything that stood out from your week? Or was it just super ordinary? It's super ordinary. It's like um, nothing exciting. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm starting thinking about that too. And like, okay, well, I should be more like active or when I know, because usually my week, there's something like there's a highlight, you know? But this week is like zero. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm lacking. So I need to do something. But hey, but that's a moment of like, hey, hold on. 
there wasn't really anything significant this week. Yeah. Um, and did you did you sense any connection with God in that process, or is more just sort of your th your thinking? I think I'm just like talking to myself. Wasn't uh -huh. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally like, fine. Um, yeah, like I didn't really hear anything from him. And how is that for you, not to hear anything? I don't know. I'm sad. <laughs> like it's, You're a little like sad. Was, yeah, because I'm like, it's been kind of dry lately for me, like my life, I feel mm -hmm. like. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay, let me hear something from him. But it's like, oh, I nothing. hear nothing at all. But it's okay. I think it like he's actually just like teaching me to be like more persistent with like my meditations. So, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Thank you so Thank much you. for sharing with us. Right, that was so thanks. great. Yeah, bye. All right, just so you know, that was the best. That was the best. I mean, sometimes we have people like, yeah, God told me all this stuff. I'm like, okay, it's a little weird. God doesn't usually talk to me that much, but but you fell asleep the first time. You look back on your life and you realize, yeah, there wasn't really anything much. And then you have this sense like, I don't even know if I'm hearing from God. You kind of feel sad. Like if, if you spend any time praying and any time meditating, this will be a common experience for you. This is normal. Okay. And in some ways, uh, you know, one of the old saints, one of these mystics um, said, God's first language is silence. There's some sense in which, you know, can maybe even in this, in the lack of hearing and in the ordinariness, like, huh, what is that saying about my life? Where am I at right now? That there's just, it's so blah. Sometimes as that happens and, and sometimes persists, it builds up into an actual sense of God speaking, even though it's silence. And sometimes it doesn't, right? And that's okay too. Boy, really grateful for you, Kim. That was just such a gift. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a few minutes. We'll take five or six minutes. Yeah, why don't you come on up, Stephen? Um, and we're going to do a prayer of examine, okay? Uh, I am not promising <laughs> that you are going to have some ecstatic experience with God. Some of you may, who knows? And there are plenty of cars driving by and kids, you know, playing and doing things. There are plenty of distractions and you've got things going on in your life and that's okay. The goal isn't to somehow um, white knuckle yourself into some spiritual state, but just to be who you are right now. So this is going to take probably five or six minutes. Uh, if you if it's helpful for you, you can close your eyes. You don't have to. Um, but we're just going to do a reflection on our week as an example of this sort of, of prayer. Okay. So as we start, why don't you take a few deep breaths.
can become aware of your body, of the different sounds, become aware of your own breathing. And now why don't you ask God to show up in some way and ask God to help you show up in some way here. So look back over your week. See if you can find some moments when you experience goodness or beauty or peace. Take a moment and thank God for those things. And as you reflect on your week, where did you encounter burdens or sadness or struggle? to God and invite God to grieve with you over them. turn your gaze towards the week ahead. Is there one or two things that you hope for for this week? Talk with God about those things and ask God's blessing on them. grateful to have a few moments to sit, to be quiet, 
We're grateful for the good things that we experienced this week and we grieve over many other things. Would you help us to listen to our lives, to see where you are working? in our world, in our city, here at our school. And we love you. In Jesus' name.